I am Henry the Red, Duke of Shale, Lord of the Northlands and leader of its peoples. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Big Trouble in Little China is a fantasy action film released in 1986 and directed by John Carpenter. Big Trouble in Little China tells the story of Jack, a truck driver who must help rescue his friend's fiance from a wizard in the underworld located beneath Chinatown. The movie is available on Prime Video. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Truck driver Jack Burton and his friend Wang head to the airport to pick up Wang's green-eyed fiance Miao Yin. A street gang known as the Lords of Death attempt to kidnap a woman. However, they take Miao Yin instead. In pursuit of Miao Yin's captors, it leads him to Chinatown, where a conflict begins between two groups, the Chang Sing and the Wing Kong. Suddenly, they are decimated by a group of warriors known as the Three Storms, Rain, Thunder, and Lightning, led by David Lopan. Upon seeing this, Jack uses his truck to drive away, but he runs over Lopan. Miraculously, Lopan is unharmed. Jack and Wang escape on foot, but Jack's truck is stolen. Gracie, a Chinatown local and friend of Miao Yin, informs Jack and Wang that Miao Yin has been kept in a brothel called the White Tiger. Pretending to be a customer, Jack requests an Asian woman with green eyes. When Jack begins a conversation with a prostitute, an earthquake hits the brothel. The three storms destroy the rooftop and take Miao Yin to a different location. In pursuit once again, they arrive to Lopan's headquarters, but are captured. Imprisoned, Wang reveals to Jack that Lopan is a wizard who was defeated and then cursed. In order for the curse to be broken and return to mortal form, Lopan must marry an Asian girl with green eyes, thus explaining why Miao Yin was taken. Eventually, the group escapes with the help of a sorcerer friend named Egshen. However, Gracie is captured by a non-human creature. With the intention of marrying both Miao Yin and Gracie, since they both possess green eyes, Lopan plans on sacrificing Gracie afterwards. Preparing for a final battle, Jack drinks a magic potion provided by Eggshen and then interrupts the wedding. Jack and Lopan engage in a back-and-forth battle, but Jack defeats him when he throws a knife at him, as Wang and Eggshen help defeat the three storms and regain Jack's truck in the process. The film ends with the group celebrating at a restaurant. As they depart, Gracie asks Jack to join him on the road. Jack drives away without her, unaware that Gracie's non-human captor is in the back of his truck. You know, I heard something about this movie that we're about to review that scared me a little bit. What's that? I read that of all people wanted to help remake this film and star in it, it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, God. Yeah, fuck that. Stay the fuck away from this film, man. Yeah, I feel like remaking this movie is a bad idea. It'll be like Total Recall where it's totally soulless. Yep, absolutely, man. I mean... Fuck, dude. Uh, he, he also said that he would only do this if John Carpenter mm -hmm. was re redirecting it. But why would John Carpenter want to redo his own shit? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I love The Rock as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. As a actor, no. <laughs> I've said that before on this podcast. Yeah. He did Baywatch, dude, which by the way, I did not watch the movie. Neither did I. Because I did watch the show Baywatch. There's yeah. only one Mitch Buchanan, dude. And that's David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah. But this review is not about Baywatch. It's not about The Rock. This is about Big Trouble and Little China. Yes. A film that I've watched as a kid. Watched it about 10 years ago. Rewatched it now. Got some things to say about it. I know you got some things to say about it too, brother. Yeah. For sure. And let's not waste any time. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 44. 44. Of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your host, fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Holy shit, brother. Big Trouble in Little China. Mm -hmm. The return of Kurt Russell in the podcast universe. Yep. The return of the great John Carpenter mm -hmm. in this universe as well. Ah, 
So many. I have some fun memories of this, man. Yeah. We're going to get into all that good shit, the, the beer, the premise, all that stuff. But discussion does not start without opening up some beers, brother. Let them know what we're drinking tonight. Tonight we are drinking a classic, as I always say. This <laughs> is uh, Sing, Sing Tao, I think. I, you know me with the pronunciation. I'm terrible. Sing Tao, I believe. Mm-hmm. It is an imported premium lager. We were going to, well, no, we weren't going to, but I noted that in... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This is the beer that they were drinking at the restaurant mm-hmm. when they were annoyed with each other. Mm-hmm. And it showed up in other places too, but it fits here as well. Yeah. Uh, early in the film of Big Trouble in Little China, you can see a guy with a Sing Tao shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's gambling yeah. uh, with uh, Wang and and, uh, and Jack. Yeah. I was trying to see what beer they were drinking because they were drinking some kind of like gold label beer, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was real or not. I didn't look that deep into it, but- I do know at the end of the film, they drink one of our favorites, Miller High Life. <laughs> I did not notice that, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let me get a swig right here, brother. Cheers. Oh, wow. This is good, man. Yeah. I was about to say that I'm not very fond of like Asian beers, man. Mm-hmm. What did we have not too long ago? Kirin? When we went to go get sushi? Uh, we went to go get uh, sushi. I think Kirin. Yeah. Kirin. That, was, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's another Japanese beer that we'll go unnamed. <laughs> that it's pretty fairly decent. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Let me get another swig right here. Yeah, I've seen this before, but I've never tried it. And it's actually pretty pleasant. I like this, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So while you ponder off on the ranking, brother, this, we got a couple shout outs. Do this it, man. Week, man. Our shout out of the week, man, goes to my good brother, Brad Sakami. Brother, you met Brad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the yeah. American Legion. American Legion, dude. Yep. It's a great time. See, here is something I got to say about this podcast, man. The thing I love the most about this podcast is me having to reconnect with so many people I haven't spoken to or talked to mm-hmm. or physically seen in years. Yeah. In this case, Brad, I had not seen him in 13 years, man. Jeez Louise. 13 fucking years, man. And to make it all fucking cool also is that when we're like, we don't know what beers to like associate with the beer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The good brother Brad is like a fucking encyclopedia of beers. Yeah. So I had to ask him. I said, hey, dude, I'm coming up with something for Big Trouble in Little China. I need a beer. What would you suggest? And he said this one. Mm. So Brad is the reason we're drinking this one. Nice. And it fits the narrative like fairly well. Yeah. Because this is imported from China, correct? That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Man, this is a solid beer. Shout out to the good brother Brad. Saying the best to you. To Mandy and Nolan, your beautiful family of three. Bottoms up to you guys. Cheers. Mm. I also got to say, man, the good brother Brad, man, he can make a fucking funny-ass impression. Uh, you ever seen Pee-wee, bro? Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the one where he has yeah. the bike? He yeah, has to was, go get the bike? That was my favorite movie as a child, yeah. <laughs> Remember the, the chunky dude, Francis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can do a fucking... <laughs> but, He's like, but Pee-wee said, I can ride the bike, right, Pee-wee? <laughs> <laughs> and he can even do the face and everything, dude, with the hand motions and shit. And the good brother does a solid fucking Chewbacca impression, too, bro. Nice. <laughs> It'll fucking make you fucking laugh, dude. Mm-hmm. So bottoms up to the good brother, Brad. Thank you for suggesting this movie. And I'm going to give another shout out right here because there's another good brother that suggested this movie many, many, many months ago. Uh, when this podcast first started coming about, I started slowly telling people about it. That is a good brother, Eric Von Wieda, Elika. So cheers, brother. He told us, or he told me specifically, he's like, can you guys please do Big Trouble in Little China? And that was like in our first season, he told me. Hmm. And I never forgot that. And when we decided to do this one, I said, all right, I got to give him a shout out, man. Yeah. So cheers to Eric and his son. Oh, let me get a quick plug in right here. His son, Landon, has his own YouTube channel. I'm a subscriber to it. So if you're on YouTube, check out Legit Landon. Nice. It's Yeah, he hasn't made any uh, videos in, a, in quite some time. But uh, Elika, if you're letting your little kid uh, listen to this, he's got to say, Landon, keep doing videos, buddy. You never know. You might just strike gold. Yeah. Yeah. Follow your dreams. Follow him. And it's a cool, there's, those are some cool videos that how a nice tight-knit family the Von Wieders are, man. So cheers to all you guys right now. Cheers. Bottoms up. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. Let's rank this beer. 
Let's do it. You want to go first? Yeah, or... let me go, man. Yep. I'm pleasantly surprised with this, man. I can easily say this is one of my favorite Asian beers I've had in a while. Give me fucking three, three quarter stars out of five, bro. This is almost a four to me. Nice. Good shit. Okay. For me, you know, I've seen this beer. I've known about it for a long time. Never tried it. Now that I'm finally drinking it, it is a green bottle beer. And yeah. It has that green bottle beer taste, but it's actually pretty good. If I had to choose a green bottle beer, I wouldn't shy away from this one. Mm-hmm. It's very crisp, very clean. Doesn't have a bad aftertaste. Um, it's a lager, so you know it's not gonna blow your world apart. But it's great. I'm gonna give this a three and a half out of five. Fuck yeah! Let me get one more swig right here for the good man, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's get into Big Trouble in Little China. Do it. This is my introduction to it. So last week when we did the Men at Work episode. I, I told you guys that uh, on HBO, we randomly had it. We, there'd be like random movies. Mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China was one of them as well. Mm. A lot of like uh, Kurt Russell films were actually on there. There's one I'll bring up later in his later work when we get into that segment. Yeah, that isn't exactly like a favorite of mine, but okay. I have seen it. But yeah, like I don't remember too much of the film. However, I do remember the vision of Lopan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his face and just when I rewatched it, I was like, yeah, man, like all these memories are coming back now. Mm-hmm. Like definitely I remember Lopan. Yeah. And what you know what's funny, dude, is that like uh because this movie like takes place in like the underground and like Chinatown yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So you do have like Asian like ancestry like like shit in it, you know? Yeah. And then you also have like, you know, like uh the three storms and then you have mm. uh Wang, yep. Miao Yin. Yep. You have all these like Chinese names or Asian names. Mm. And then Lopan's name is David. <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that made me laugh pretty hard <laughs> you know but do you have an introduction to this brother mm. i know i've seen this movie when i was younger i don't remember exactly when i didn't remember anything about it um but i did watch it again i want to say in 2010 2011 and i really enjoyed it back then mm-hmm. and i could see why i probably watched it as a kid because it's 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 not too racy, I guess, for children. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. There's a lot of mystical, you know, a lot of magic. And, and Kurt Russell's great, dude. He's funny. Yeah, he's he's fucking awesome, man. Big mm-hmm. fan of Kurt Russell. Yeah. Super stoked that we got him to be in this season once again. Yeah. I like all of his work, man, honestly. Uh-huh. Well, we did say that uh, I thought in Vanilla Sky, the the other Antonio was better than him. Uh, but he was still very good. That's yeah, Curtis. yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. So let's get into the premise of this film. All right, Jack Burton. Yep. All right, he is a truck driver. He has this friend named Wang who is going to pick up his uh, fiance from the airport. Mm-hmm. And he's this lovely woman with green eyes. Yes. It's like a beautiful green colored eye. Yeah. All right. And she gets taken and they have to go after her. Then when you put together all the sorcery that happens in this film, it leads him to Chinatown and then... You need to take her or save her. So because there's a sorcerer who tries to go back to becoming mortal. Yep. And he to break this uh, curse, he needs to marry a green-eyed woman. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember this wrong, brother, because I thought the Lopan had to marry an Asian woman with green eyes. Oh. I, I, I remembered it wrong. We'll get into that a little later as we as we continue with the film as we review it okay. all right so let's go into the characters now jack burton played by kurt russell he is the main character then we have his friend wang played by dennis dunn wang has a fiance that i just mentioned named meow yin played by a lovely lady named Susie Pai. might have butchered that yeah. all right then we have gracie gracie law she is a lawyer look at how fucking easy it was to give her that last name <laughs> yeah no. right she also kind of plays uh, Jack Burton's love interest in this. Yep. Get into that. Played by Kim Cattrall. Yep. All right. Then we got Lopan, played by James Hong. I have seen him in one movie, dude. It's a funny-ass movie, too. We'll get into that a little later. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we're going to get into Egg Shen, who is a sorcerer that is a bus driver, who is actually very helpful in this film. Mm-hmm. Played by good old Victor Wong. <laughs> All right. If you watch Three Ninjas... Please listen to our episode of Three Ninjas. He's in that one. Yep. All right. So those are some of the characters. And they're uh, like every review that we have. We have more characters that happen along the way. 
And what do you say, brother? One more streak for the good men. Let's dive into the plot of this film. That is Big Trouble in Little China. Let's do it. Bottoms up. Cheers. All right. So the film begins with a conversation between Egg Shen. Let's remember, he is a sorcerer that is a bus driver. Yep. He is speaking with a lawyer. And uh, in this conversation, basically what's happening is the lawyer is asking about Jack Burton. Mm-hmm. Where Action is telling him to fucking leave him the fuck alone. He's a courageous man. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me pause right there, real quick, brother. So I did some research on this. All right. So this whole opening scene yeah. was not supposed to be in the film. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So what ha- the reason why this wasn't supposed to be in the film is that I don't remember who exactly, but John Carpenter, the person John Carpenter, he like kind of has to like check in with. Mm-hmm. When he watched the film, he said that Kurt Russell's character was not that much of a hero. Huh. He thought him and Wang together were like equal, yeah. which I kind of disagree because uh-huh. you can totally tell that the film is centered around him. Uh-huh. Like I mean to me it just seemed like it was just obvious. Yeah. That Jack Burton is the fucking man of this movie. Yeah, he's know? he's kind of like an anti-hero. He's not mm-hmm. like a traditional hero. He's an asshole, he's brash. Mm-hmm. He's loud as fuck. Not particularly the brightest guy, but he's He's there. He's there in the trenches with yeah, you. Yes, you need to be. I'm so glad you brought up that he's not the brightest guy. Because mm-hmm. later on in the movie, when they get into that final battle, he does yeah. something fucking stupid. Yeah. That made me laugh pretty mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, this scene was put in here. And that's why Egg Shen calls him a courageous man. Mm-hmm. Th- those words, courageous man, was put on there on purpose. Yeah. Because of this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And the lawyer says, like, am I supposed to believe everything? So basically what Egg Chen is going to happen, is going to do, he's going to explain what happens, like what this movie is. Uh-huh. He's ex- going to explain it to the lawyer. Yeah. Right? And then the lawyer says, am I supposed to just believe this Chinese ancestry magic mm-hmm. and stuff like that? And he says, yes. And he shows him. He gets like these, uh, yeah. like the ray like coming out of his fingers and stuff like that. And then we get into the introduction of Big Trouble in Little China. This is the introduction of Jack Burton. He is driving the Pork Chop Express, brother. <laughs> His big old fucking truck. He's yep. a big old truck driver. Yep. And let me take this moment to give a shout out to the true Pork Chop Express, Josh Lassie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Cheers. Bottoms up to that. <laughs> uh, for those of you out there, Josh Lassie is the good brother. He's out in Texas. Um, yeah. He reminds me a lot of Jack Burton. He's <laughs> he's very brash, very loud. Um, he's like a bull in a china shop. But let me tell you, when the chips are down, you're in the trenches. He's right there with you. So he's he's the number one brother. Fuck yeah! And by the way, he was supposed to join us for this movie. Yeah, all the way out in Texas, but things just couldn't. Uh, we couldn't yeah. make it happen. Mm. And hopefully, in the future, we can get him in here. So Josh, we love you, brother. And uh, bottoms up to you, my friend. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the pork chop. He's driving the pork chop. Who the fuck is he talking to, by the way, bro? Because yeah. like he has like this, uh, like like what the cop talks into, the right? C- he's like a CB radio back yeah. then, I think. Yeah, it's like who the fuck is this guy talking to? Yeah, he's just like he's just rambling on, like he's all brash. And like, let me tell you about old Jack Burton. What he said, <laughs> like it's like yeah. holy shit. Talking in the third person, dude. Uh-huh, yeah. that bugs me. And he's like chopping on a sandwich that looks actually pretty good, but he's like eating it like. <laughs> Like, yeah. he, like he is the Pork Top Express. <laughs> Fucking guy. Jack Burton likes speaking to the third person. Yep. Well, Tiki doesn't. Right? <laughs> so, fuck. He goes into this alley, right? Fuck, what a tight fit, bro. Mm-hmm. That is even to fucking get this alley to where the fuck he's going. Yeah. And this is to the introduction to his friend, Wang. They start uh, betting. They play, they're playing dominoes, right? And then they just get into this fucking uh, you owe me money. It's like a decent amount of money. It's like over $1,000. And Wayne gets all mad mm-hmm. because uh, he loses, obviously. Who wouldn't be mad? Yeah. And he does the whole double or nothing thing. Yep. Right? And then he says, okay, well, I'll bet you this, that I can get this bottle of beer and I can cut it in half with a knife or like this big old fucking blade mm-hmm. that he has. Yeah. And Jack says, sure, but not this bottle. And then he downs his beer and he's like, I want you to do it here. <laughs> right? And he gets his fucking blade and he cuts it, but or he doesn't cut it. He, like, fucking launches it all the way to Jack. Uh-huh. Jack catches it, mm-hmm. and he says, it's all in the reflexes. <laughs> Which, by the way, brother, reminds me, on my way here, mm-hmm. when I parked the car here, mm-hmm. a fucking bird, like, shit right mm-hmm. next to me, and I fucking dodged it, dude. In the car or, like, in, on foot? On foot, dude. Okay. 
Yeah, it was all in the reflexes for me, dude. <laughs> Taj that motherfucker, Damn. fucking bird, dude. Nice. Yeah, that would have been a shit start to this day, dude. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so he loses. Uh, Wang loses, so he says, hey, I don't have the money. Uh, I can't get you the money now, but I'll get it to you later. And Jack says, fuck no, you're going to give me the money? And then he's like, well, I have to go to the airport. I got to go pick up someone. And he doesn't trust him. He's like, you're coming with me. I'm taking you to the airport. Yeah. And I'm going to collect this fucking money. <laughs> right? So because of this, uh, he is, this is the introduction now to Miao Yin. It is uh, Wang's fiance, lovely green-eyed lady. That's very rare. Yes. All right? Then, while they're waiting for her in the airport, there is the introduction to Gracie. Wait, <laughs> the way he, we've already established that Jack is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. He's very arrogant. He's full of himself. Uh-huh. Just the way he comes up to her. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything I can do for you? Or <laughs> there's something he says that I'm just like, dude, that's not how you approach people. Dude. Yeah. And I like her response too. She's like, well, if you were downwind like me, you would know that it's Miller time. So she's saying that he smells <laughs> like he's been drinking all night. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, Gracie is looking for a woman named Tara. She's also in a, oh, I got to bring up also Gracie has green eyes as well. Yep. Right, that's very important. Gracie is looking for a friend named Tara. It's an Asian woman as well. She does not have green eyes. All right. And now this is the introduction to a gang called the Lords of Death. Did you see that one of the guys, dude, his glasses, his shades that he had? Yeah, dude. They're freaking weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, it has like the one slot. It kind of reminds me of the Back to the Future. Yeah. Remember Abyss Gang? He yeah. Had, like, the same kind of weird-ass glasses. I thought the same thing, brother. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. So right here, I got a little confused because, so right here, the Lords of Death, were they supposed to take Terra or were they supposed to take Mel Yen the whole time? I think they were supposed to take Terra. Or uh-huh. anybody, because I think their story is they are just kidnappers to get foreigners, like, fresh off the boat, so to say, mm-hmm. and then put them into, you know, indentured servitude. So yeah. we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, as... we'll get into that. But, mm-hmm. like, I was a little confused at first because it's like, you know, they take Mel Yin as we as we get into the film uh-huh. later because she has the green eyes. Yeah. Tara, when they zoom up to her, you can clearly see she has brown eyes. Mm-hmm. So what was she there for? Was she only there to be kidnapped? Or it's just a coincidence to introduce Gracie. Like I, I, I had, think so. I had questions. Yeah. Like off the bat and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So the Lords of Death, they end up taking Mao Yin, mm-hmm. right? And by the way, fucking beautiful leg sweep. By the way, that the <laughs> Lords of Death do on on Jack. Yep. Fucking beautiful, Doug. <laughs> I fucking popped for that. Uh, they go in pursuit of them. They take the Pork Chop Express, and it leads them to Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're going into the, another fucking alley, but before they do. They get they almost hit a bus driver. Oh and yeah. And it's and it's driven by Action. Yeah. Good old Victor Wong. Uh-huh. All right. And then there's a fucking another tight fit alley, man. Mm. It's fucking the way they can even fit was like a fucking miracle. Yeah. All right. And then this is the introduction to two this is like two groups. It is the Chang Sing and the Wing Kong. Right? What's happening is the Chang Sing is going through a funeral. Which is weird. It's like, why would you have a funeral in an alley? Yeah, it's like a funeral procession, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and then the fucking Wing Kong come in. Dude, and then I pop, dude. The first fucking guy you see out of the Wing Kong is the same dude that played Genghis Khan in the, in the Bill and Ted Most Excellent Adventures movie. Oh, yeah, the guy with the pistols, right? That's him, brother. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I... I I knew as soon as I saw him, I was like, yeah, that's, that's him. That's Genghis Khan. Yeah, I've seen him before, too. He's been in, he's like a big character in a lot of movies in the 80s and maybe mm-hmm. 90s, too. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's remember now, okay? The Cheng Sing are actually good guys. Mm-hmm. The Wing Kong are bad guys. Yep. Comes in later effect. One thing I do got to say, though, is when they bra, the Cheng Sing and the Wing Kong bra. Okay. So for Chinese or Asian ancestry and stuff like that, I always think of like weapons, you know, like swords, blades, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They have guns. Did <laughs> yeah, that no. fucking like? Uh, did that come off as kind of weird to you? Yeah, I know. That, it's like they're ready to do like a bunch of kung fu fighting, but they yeah. they have guns. Like the the guy you mentioned, he's got the like dual golden pistols mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. I gotta say, dude, when they brawl though, it's pretty good. There's yeah. some, like there's some like solid choreography in this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sick. I mean, the House of Flying Daggers isn't going to be fucking worried about this shit. You know, this is <laughs> yeah. 1980s, you know, Crouching, yeah. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like beautiful choreography. This was, yeah. for this time, fucking solid choreography, man. Mm-hmm. I think the bras look mm-hmm. really damn good in this, man. Yeah. And then here comes the three storms, dude. Mm-hmm. The three raidens. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the three storms. 
led by David Lopan. Yep. Uh, going forward, I'm just going to call him Lopan, dude. Mm-hmm. I can't take, I don't want to call him David. Yeah, it just, it's like Chinese David. No, that doesn't, it doesn't sound right. You can call, him, you can call him David. <laughs> Shout out to Good Brother Bullet Club. <laughs> you know why, brother. Mm-hmm. I'm getting bottoms up here. <laughs> Cassandra's waiting for you, brother. Mm. <laughs> but yes, the three storms. This is thunder, rain, and lightning. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the the characters a little more of them. But they came off as fucking badasses, bro. They were fucking sick. Yeah. In particular to me, I thought rain was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Well, more of him a little later. Uh, so the three storms, they fuck up pretty much both the Chengxing and the Wing Kong. Yep. They decimate them, man. So this makes... Uh, which what I'm also forgetting is that Jack and Wang are still in the Pork Chop Express. Yeah. While all this shit is happening. Uh-huh. And fuck, he just fucking floors it. Mm-hmm. Jack floors it. He sees he sees Lopan and he fucking runs him over. Mm-hmm. Right? And he gets off and then fucking Lopan is just right there. Nothing happened to him. So we know this motherfucker is made out of like sorcery and shit like that. Yep. Right? Crazy. So then this makes uh, Wang and, and Jack fucking take off on foot to get away from them and in the process his truck gets stolen mm-hmm. which is like a pretty big thing for a truck driver yeah right? especially like for him because like during this scene that's coming up next is that we get the introduction to eddie eddie lee mm-hmm. which is wang's friend he's yeah. like a businessman yep right um while they're introducing all these characters in the back you can listen to jack complaining with the insurance agency. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't give a fuck about, you know, (laughs) it's like, fuck, I I ran through Lopan. Yep. uh, But what the fuck? My truck. I want my fucking truck. Like, Mm. he just wants his fucking truck. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get into Gracie Law once again, which I'm like, okay, how the fuck did you find this place? You know, but then she does say, I am a nosy person. Mm. I know everything. So, that kind of explains it in itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? But she says that she feels that she's responsible for what happened because she informs everybody that Mao Yin is the reason of all this shit. Mm-hmm. And Mao Yin got taken because she is now with uh, the White Tiger, which is a brothel. Yes. Which, which I still don't know how the fuck she found out. You can say you're nosy and shit, but how did you find out? Yeah, I don't... Well, she was, like, doing a story, right? Or not a story. I'm thinking of the other one. Margot. We'll yep. get into her a little later. But she was working with her. Mm-hmm. She's, like, trying to take down this this ring of these people stealing these girls and sending them to the brothel, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why she was there, to pick up that one lady. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it is a little bit confusing. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then this sets off an idea from Wang. And Wang's idea is that Jack... Needs to go to this brothel mm. and needs to pretend he's a customer, right? When he goes in there, he dude, he's all like uh, in a in a suit and everything. <laughs> yeah. You see his side piece haircut that he got, yeah, dude. Yeah. It was uh, that comb over, uh-huh. uh, funny shit right there. And then, so yes, he he goes and then he says, "Well, you know what? I kind of I'm looking for a green eyed woman," mm-hmm. which kind of tips off uh, like one of the women, right? And then you go see that she goes to a different room. And Mao Yin is tied up. Yep. Right? Because they say, yeah, there are no Asian girls here with green eyes. I think they say just in general, there are no Chinese girls with green eyes. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then Jack, he gets a, uh, he starts having a conversation with a prostitute. And when this happens, a fucking earthquake happens. But it's more than that. It is the three storms. And the three storms come in, they take Mao Yin. Uh, which, Which is weird because... At first, I was like, fuck, I thought Mao Yin was taken by the Lords of Death because I got confused. It's like, no, the Lords of Death are completely different. <laughs> Excuse me. Holy shit. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> they were way different than the fucking the Three Storms. Because uh-huh. uh, I got confused right away, dude, because I thought like the Lords of Death were with Lopan also. No, I don't think so. I think They're they, not. I think they just accidentally grabbed the wrong woman right mm-hmm. and lopan sent the three storms to go retriever because so, you can see when they break out what's her name mao mao, mao, mao yin yeah i'm sorry my pronunciation That's it, it's like a cat meowing like when it meow, meows yeah. meow yeah yeah but anyway so they they like bust in and they send that one lady flying through the door remember <laughs> yeah. so I, they weren't working together i don't think okay yeah yeah it was a little confusing at first there's a lot mm-hmm. of like groups yeah uh, early on in the film uh w- dude when the three storms come in 
They fucking tear up the rooftop area. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then another brawl ensues. Mm-hmm. Bro, holy shit. Let me give fucking shout out 54,377 of the good brother Ned Nava right here. Mm-hmm. And this is why, bro. In the fucking brawl that they have, mm-hmm. there's a fucking beautiful front kick <laughs> that Jack gets, dude. Yeah. Right by some by some guy. It might have been Rain. I'm not. Re- I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Someone front kicks. I'm fucking sick. And it reminds me of the time that Ned told me, or I asked Ned. We were talking about King of the Hill, uh-huh. and there was an episode where I just walked in on an episode where Bobby fucking punts Peggy in the pussy. <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> and Ned explained it to me. And when he explained it to me, he fucking did the kick too while he was sitting down. <laughs> And his dude, his leg was perfect. Like if he if it went like another degree more, it would have hyperextended, bro. It was fucking beautiful. Shout out to the good brother Ned. Love you, brother. Ooh, cheers. Bob's up. Mm-hmm. Did you see that front kick, bro? It, it was like one of those like really quick things. I think I did, but it just I was just engulfed in the movie, so I, I don't remember specifically. But okay, because when I watched it, dude, I fucking I was drinking water and I almost spit it the fuck out when I saw it, dude. It reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. But yes, because of this, uh, the three storms now now they have Malian, uh-huh. and now they take her to a different location, uh, which like the the obvious thing would be that they are with uh, Lopan, yep, uh, wherever like his headquarters or his premises or uh-huh. wherever the fuck it is, you know. Uh, and then this is Wang's other idea. Now they need to go to the. There's a certain name for the headquarters. I don't remember what it was called though. It was yeah. like it was more like of a, a Wing Kong Express or some shit like that. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. It was like the trading company, right? Yeah, that's like the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then, so which, by the way, dude, let me back up a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. So to me, it seems like all this is happening like from the beginning of the movie, right? This is all like one day because yeah, like yeah. Jack showed, right? Okay, to me, when Jack was like gambling mm-hmm. with Wing, like fuck, this fucker had to have been drunk. Yeah. Yeah. He was, because remember when he goes to the airport, she says it's Miller time because he yeah. smells like he's fucking Yeah. Drunk. So he, the whole time he's been drinking and driving, huh? He's fucking shit up. <laughs> he's he, like, he's not, he just wants his fucking truck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, I would have like been, you know what? Fuck, I'm buzzed. The fuck this. I'm drunk. I'm, call, I'm going to call it a day. Yeah, this and is the 80s, he, man. Yeah. he. It's the 80s. <laughs> All that shit gets thrown out the window, dude. Mm-hmm. Out of the Pork Shop Express, bro. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So now the next idea now that Wayne, I already mentioned is that what Wayne says? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, now we need to go to the Wing Kong Express, which is the headquarters of Lopan. Mm-hmm. And Jack says, okay, well, I'm coming with you. And then to make it more that he's such a prick, just the way he says it, he's like, he's pretty much giving out the orders of who's going, who's not. Mm-hmm. And he says, and if we're not back by dawn, call the president. And he fucking <laughs> winks. You know? It's so great, though. <laughs> it's, it is great, he's dude. Just, he's just a brash asshole. But he is being courageous and heroic because yeah. uh, Wang says, I'm going by myself. I'll just go on my own. And he's like, no, make that too. Because mm-hmm. he's still he's still a homie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is when the thing is that when Gracie says, like, you guys are crazy, you guys are going to these to Lopan's headquarters, mm-hmm. they make it seem like it's the most dangerous fucking thing of them all. Mm-hmm. Right. But when they get in there, dude, they just fucking walk in, pretend like, oh, we gotta fix some things. <laughs> like, what the fuck is so dangerous about this? And then the way Wang like just opens all these like trap doors with no struggle uh-huh. is like far too convenient for me. Yeah. Like it did not look fucking like excuse me dangerous one fucking be- this fucking beer's making me burp brother yeah holy shit good. god damn oh yeah, it's good beer <laughs> but yes um yeah it was just like too fucking convenient for me and what i forget to mention too brother is that while they're going from wing and jack mm-hmm. going to these headquarters it goes back and forth with back to like the restaurant they were at or wherever they were at like before yeah, yeah. and it's egg shen uh he's now like trying to help them yep with anything and he's like the thing about Egg Shen is that he's very knowledgeable about the, the Chinese ancestry yep. and about like history of Lopan. Mm-hmm. Right. So then when he comes into effect later, like he knows all the shit. You mm-hmm. can't like fool him with anything. Yep. And he helps tremendously. Yeah. Egg Shen's like a low key MVP of this movie. Yeah. He's been trying to take down Lopan, I think he says too, right? Mm-hmm. That's like his goal knife or something. Yeah. Like all these myths, all mm-hmm. these stories, you know, legend has it this, legend has it that. He knows all that shit. Yeah. Right. So next scene, brother, is. Jack and Wang, they are in an elevator. And this is the part where, like, the water, like, starts rising yeah. on the elevator. Dude, and then there's a scene where, because now they need to, like, open the elevator and fucking escape. Mm-hmm. Dude, this was a total Metal Gear Solid 2 part. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever played that game, dude? Yeah, it's been a long time. But yeah. So you remember that 
that second half of the of the game when you're riding mm-hmm. and you have to take Otacon's sister and you have to because she's afraid of water, right? Oh, shit, I so, remember so that. He, yeah, so she has to like swim with them uh-huh. and and they have to go through. It was just oh, like that, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right, okay. dude. It's so fucking like it hit me like <laughs> like like because like Kurt Russell's in this movie, dude. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so like to me, Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah, the setting reminds me of the thing. Well, yeah, and also yeah. Snake Plissken. He's ba- <laughs> look at that. He's based off New York. Of, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck. Look at that, <laughs> man. Shit is so good, man. So they're caught, bro. They're imprisoned. To me, it was like really quickly. Like they caught them fairly quick. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't just fucking waltz in, pretend like you're gonna fix some lights or whatever the fuck it is, and then. Well, the security guards just let them in. <laughs> I guess they use the same security guards as uh, unnamed company. Huh? <laughs> They were dog shit. <laughs> Holy shit, brother. Yeah. Yes. They're they're they are caught and they're imprisoned now. And uh they get put in these like wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, dude, the the way they escaped was so fucking stupid. <laughs> but we'll get into that in a little bit, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That that's a little later. Um uh, the ones who actually imprisoned and put them in like uh, the wheelchairs and shit was Rain. Mm-hmm. And dude, Rain is a fucking total badass. When he's not Wearing that fucking goofy hat, mm-hmm. and he just has long hair with the chops, and he's wearing that suit. He looked more like a fucking badass than the other ones. Yeah. Yet, uh, the emphasis was from the three storms were put on Thunder because he was more muscular and yeah. more imposing and shit like mm-hmm. that. And the other one, Lightning, was like fucking decoration, dude. Yeah, he wasn't he, a big part of it at all. I'll, I'll get into like the thing about Lightning that pissed me off the most, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a little later though. But yeah, Rain was a total badass. He, he was easily my favorite of the three storms. Yeah, all right? And then we get into the scene where Lopan is fucking old, bro. Like, yeah. old as fuck. Yep. And he's old as shit. And I was just like, dude, like, can you, like, if you're able to look, if you, this is how you look, like, can't you just turn yourself back to how you were when when we first saw you? Well, I think the, the story with him is that he can conjure uh like an image of himself mm-hmm. like it's not actually him he's got like power still where he can appear as the younger uh lopan but yeah. he actually still is trapped in that frail mm. decrepit normal body yeah if i could turn my i would not want to look like that one fucking bit yeah yeah but lopan comes in dude old as shit and he starts talking with jack <laughs> Let's remember that they're there to take to bring back Miao Yin, right? Yeah. The first thing Jack says is, "Where's my truck?" <laughs> <laughs> Where Lopan himself fucking says, "Aren't you after a girl?" Yeah. <laughs> Jack just wants his fucking truck, bro, yeah, he and he wants his and, and he wants his money too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From Wang, yep. you know, let's not forget this. This is all after a game of fucking trying to cut a blade. Well, shit, with he the was bottom. he was gonna get double or nothing, right? And he had like it was like eleven hundred bucks, mm-hmm. so that's twenty two hundred bucks that he's on riding on the line. That's a lot in nineteen eighty six. Hell yeah, it is, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so now old pan, uh, old pan, low pan, old ass <laughs> low pan, right? He fucking says that he wants to be turned into human form again. Yeah, and he's kind of vague, but he does say that he just needs a green eyed girl. Yep, which is obviously Mao Yin. All right, so now uh, we go with Jack and Wang. And this is the the fucking wheelchair part, how they escape so fucking easily. Yeah. This was so fucking dumb, dude. Like, like, sorry, I love John Carpenter, but this was dumb as fuck. Like, they, they made the three storms look so fucking imposing. Oh, fucking badasses, dude. Mm-hmm. But they can't fucking tie a knot? <laughs> well, what happens is it's Jack, the one that he, like, shakes around mm-hmm. and he falls. And then he can get his, his boot knife. Yeah. So he cuts through the rope. So I guess they fucked up by not patting him down or checking for his boot knife, which they repeatedly forget to do throughout yeah. the movie. That, that I was just like, that's way too fucking easy, man. Okay, so now we get Eddie and we get Margot, who we've kind of glossed over a little bit. Yeah, Margot is like a journalist, yep, like a friend of uh, Gracie's, mm. who is reporting basically on all this shit that's happening in Chinatown, all the weird shit that's going on. Yeah, all right. So Eddie. Margot and Gracie, now they enter the headquarters and Thunder is there with them in a uh in an elevator mm-hmm. and gasses them. Yep. So now they're fucking caught. <laughs> yeah. right? of, of course. Yeah. Right? So then Wang, this is where Wang starts telling uh Jack basically the history of Lopan, that he is cursed. And to break this curse, he needs to marry a green eyed girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fucker, if you knew all this, why didn't you say that in the beginning? 
But for dramatic purposes, they let it fucking right out. I get it. But yeah. fucking A, like, my reaction would have been like, man, they took my green-eyed girl. Lil Penthouser, fuck, this bitch is fucking cursed. He wants to take her now to, you know? <laughs> That's just me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I was just like, because, dude, Jack is like a no-nonsense motherfucker. Yeah. Right? It would have been better if you just told this motherfucker instead of, like, pretending to, that you want the, oh, he, he's pretending to be, you wanted a prostitute. He probably didn't want one, you know? <laughs> Since we've established how he is. Yeah, exactly. Shit like that, but. Yeah, it was just, to me, it was like that, okay? Mm. So then, like I mentioned, Eddie and uh, Margot and Gracie, mm. they've been gassed. So now, while they're trapped inside, they're imprisoned, and those wheelchairs that I put in quotations, because by this time, they're already cut, yeah. like the ropes are cut, mm. fucking Thunder comes in with Eddie, and by his clothes, he hangs him on a hook, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And then Jack comes from behind. He's like, don't move. And he fucks him up already, like, right away. That's, did you laugh at that? <laughs> it was funny, huh? Mm. And then he, they, like, kind of escape, but, like, Jack jumps on Thunder's back again. Yeah, with the knife. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, all right, go. And he's like, come on, Jack. He's like, how? <laughs> Which is, like, true. Like, how, how the fuck is he supposed to leave, dude? Yeah. He's doing this so you fuckers can take off. Uh-huh. But uh, Thunder being the strong motherfucker that he is, he pushes back on Jack. Jack falls back on his wheelchair and he goes down a ramp. Yep. And fucking hits like this well. Or like, <laughs> yeah. it looks like a well, yeah, huh? Yeah, it is. It's like a well, but to like a pit. Like, mm-hmm. a, like a weird pit. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit on it, dude. Those pieces of shit wheelchairs would have broken and he would have been flying over. There were no <laughs> ropes, dude. Dude, he's got unmatched strength. <laughs> that was pretty savage. The way he fucking gets out of there, he's like holding on. He's like, uh, and then he like jumps off. That was pretty cool. I yeah. It. Can I go? You already explained it to me, bro. But like uh, the whole thing with Lopan turning back from mm-hmm. old Lopan to like the, the the crazy sorcerer looking one. Yeah. Did they ever explain that in the movie, or is this just like obvious thinking? No, I think it's because Lop- I don't recall it. So Lopan is mortal, right? So. Yeah. I'm assuming it probably takes some kind of strength for him to conjure himself as, you know, the young Lopan or whatever mm-hmm. and magical. And I mean, this is his fortress, right? So yeah. it's like when you're back at home, like you're going to you're going to be in your chonies. Dude. You're not going to gonna get dressed up to go out to the club every day. Right. So he's just chilling as the old Lopan, mm. I think, is is the is what his purpose is here. So he in his fortress, he's still old Lopan and he'll just mm. use that. He'll use the magic sparingly when he has to. Mm, that makes perfect sense, bro. Mm-hmm. Thank you for cleaning that shit up. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that uh, Eddie, Wang, and uh, Jack have escaped Thunder, uh-huh. <laughs> they go. They need to go and find Margo now. Yeah. Margo and Gracie. Uh-huh. Uh, they go and f- they have Eddie and Wang do this plan where, like, uh, Wang pretends that he's going to kill Eddie with mm-hmm. a gun and shit yeah, like yeah. that, but really like, just to turn... Uh, basically the gun on these like women yeah i was gonna these, say they're these all badass women, women. Yeah. yeah these badass women all right and then he finds margo and gracie but margo the way the way they or the way they they fucking like uh tied up gracie yeah she's like hogtied hogtied bro <laughs> but margo doesn't they even give her something to write with dude yeah because i think they or margo says that gracie is like a wild cat or something mm-hmm. so it's implying that she was loud and you know they tied yeah. her up like that because yeah, that's why. And then if you notice also, dude, there was um all the other women from the brothel. They all got taken because they were all there like in, in cells as well. Oh, did yeah. Did you notice that? I did notice that, but I never put two and two together. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, but then they end up escaping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then very briefly, when they go through like the water and shit like that, mm-hmm. they escape and then Jack kisses Gracie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. And what did he say? I'm just happy to be alive. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so then now they get to the scene, dude, right? Where they, because they're trying to just get the fuck out of there. They're trying to get out of like these the, these headquarters, right? Mm-hmm. So then they go and, uh, excuse me, Jack, he fucking opens a door and then it's fucking Genghis Khan's, the guy from Bill and Ted. I'm going to yeah. call him Genghis Khan. Yeah. It's the Wing Kong, mm-hmm. right? And then closes the door and he's like, hide, they only saw me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fucker, you're yelling this shit out. They're going <laughs> to know that there's people with you if you keep yelling at them uh-huh. and shit like that. And then, again, like a shootout happens, right? Yep. They all get fucking shot, right? You, did you? Am I tripping, dude, or do they all get shot? They all get shot. Well, he shoots like the first three or four, and then uh, Wang, he takes out the rest right through fighting. Dude, Wang's a badass, huh? Yeah. The way he is, dude? Uh-huh. He's fucking cool. Okay, more on that a little later. Uh, not with Wayne. It's the people that get shot. 
So when they they do escape though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they you can see that at the at the front of where they are, Eggshan is waiting for them with a bus. Yeah, his tour bus. Yeah, let's remember that he's a he's a bus driver and shit. I have a flaw right here, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. So when they fucking get out, right? Oh, dude, the, the cops in this were fucking stupid, or like the security team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was like obvious since like, they were able to get in so fucking easily that they're not the brightest of people. Mm-hmm. But this makes it that they're even fucking stupider, right? <laughs> but more on that a little later. But this part fucking pissed me off, bro. Oh, it's... wait. Before you say, is this going to be an incendies reference? No. Why? Oh, I was going to say this is the part where in the security guards go out with like their heavy machine guns and they light up that bus. Uh-huh. And I was going to say, man, I wish they had that bus in Incendies. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to bring that up, dude. Uh, okay. I didn't even think of that movie, dude. <laughs> That's what I thought of. <laughs> no, what pisses me off is that when they're about to leave, they're checking to see if the, close, the, the coast is clear and shit. Mm-hmm. Is that behind the door, you can see their eyes looking mm-hmm. and shit like that. When they're able to go, everybody leaves. And then fucking Gracie's stupid ass is like, oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I know, right? This is a matter of life and death, you mm-hmm. dumbass. Get the fuck out of there. And she gets pulled by this fucking weird ass looking creature, yeah, it's bro. Like a, like a Yeti or like a some kind of monster, right? A monster, like yeah. a non-human creature. So it's a monster. Let's just yeah. call it that, bro. Yeah. But that was so fucking dumb, dog. I'm like, why the fuck are you even like, even fucking remotely close to fucking wondering what the fuck we're about get the fuck out of there you stupid ass well she's nosy man she's got to stick her nose in everything true but come on she's a lawyer she should be fucking smarter than that dude <laughs> okay and this is where i have a problem with the security team dude all right is that they're fucking they have their guns dude yep they're fucking shooting action's bus dude mm-hmm. they're fucking destroying it holes everywhere they escape you fucking idiots if you don't want them to escape shoot the fucking tires <laughs> Well, they lit up that bus pretty well. That's why I brought up the incendies reference. Because remember in incendies, yeah. they lit up that shit. And yeah. everybody, I mean, bullets are going to go through that bus like a mm-hmm. knife through hot butter, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just movie magic, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you fucking moron. That would have been my first thing. It's like, shoot. Oh, you don't want to escape? Shoot the fucking tires. <laughs> fucking morons. You use all that shit. Fucking, there's like five of them, dude. They yeah. don't use their fucking brains together to fucking think of shooting the fucking tires, dude. Mm-hmm. And then they escape, obviously. But yeah. then, but then Jack notices, like, where's Gracie? Mm-hmm. Stupid fucking moron. And dude. they didn't get Mao Yin either. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> they fucking failed. I mean, they rescued all the other girls, I guess. Yeah. But, mm. Yes. But then Action ends up bringing them, uh, and it brings them and the Chang Sing, or the Chang Sing. I don't know if I'm butchering the names. Well, uh, which is the good guys who mm-hmm. were uh, fighting with the Wing Kong earlier. Mm-hmm. They're they're the good guys. They're there to uh, Action brings them to help Jack now. They take Eggshen's place. <laughs> dude, so Eggshen's place, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, dude, like... And then Jack even says, oh, this place is a fucking dump. <laughs> even even though, like, like he's rich and shit like that. Yeah. And then he, like, has this, like, sewer, like, in his fucking place. I don't remember that part. But this... Yeah, it's like a sewer, dude, that leads them to where they go down. Huh. So, but... But I, this is my explanation of this shit. Okay. Is that, let's remember that Action's a sorcerer, mm-hmm. right? So maybe he got all his, like, powers and all that shit because in his premise, there there's that thing that leads him to that sewer area. Mm-hmm. But that is the underground to the underground world in Chinatown where all the shit happens. I guess that makes sense. That would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'm also thinking that he went down there. That's why he has all those, like, magical potions and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that's just what I was thinking. I don't know if this came up to you. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we're gonna get to a scene where uh, Lopan is with Mao Yin and uh, Gracie, mm-hmm. and this is the Burning Blade. Yeah, do you remember this scene, bro? Go into it. Okay, so the Burning Blade is like they have these two blades, right? Yes. And you have you have thunder and rain doing this fucking weird ass. Oh yeah, thunder. They're... Thunder looked like a fucking yeah. moron, dude. He didn't know what he looked like. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Uh huh. And then. Uh, they're doing this like weird fucking like the way they're flipping the the swords and shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. To where I also gotta like bring this up too is that Lopan put Mao Yin and Gracie like in a trance mm-hmm. with his eyes and shit. Yeah. So they're fucking holding these blades and like they are able to get raised up by mm-hmm. lightning. Yeah. And shit like that. Yep. So because of this, Lopan sees this and says they're both like worthy mm-hmm. and they're both green eyed. Yep. So now. He's going to marry not just Mao Yin, but he's going to marry Gracie as well. 
Yeah. Which this is what I remembered wrong, bro, when I was a kid, is that I thought you could only marry them if you were Asian or Chinese. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't specify that. But he does, his plan now is that he's going to marry both of them mm-hmm. and he's going to sacrifice uh, Gracie. Gracie, yeah, because yeah. part of the stipulation was he needs to marry a green-eyed girl and then appease the god mm-hmm. by giving him a sacrifice. So now he's like, well, I'll... I'll save Mao Yin for my earthly pleasures and yeah. I'll sacrifice Gracie. Yeah. And that will turn him into a mortal now, yep. like human form. Mm-hmm. And Earl's, this is when he does this shit. Dude. Okay. So then now that he's going to marry both of them, they do a marriage ceremony rather fucking quickly, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like very quickly. Yeah. Right. And then this is where I had a problem. I was like, the Wing Kong's there, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like the same fuckers that got shot are there. The very same ones. Mm. Genghis Khan's there. <laughs> I don't he think, got shot. Does he ever get shot? Well, he got fucked up, though. Yeah, maybe he got fucked up, but I don't think he got shot. There's, We need to go back and watch it, dude. There's okay. one one or two guys there that get shot that mm. are right there with Genghis Khan. Yeah. And it's like, fucker, you got shot. There are no wounds. I think that's part of your paying attention to the cinematography and stuff. Okay, man. I think, uh, I mean, I didn't notice. It, we, just, it works. We praise John Carpenter for the thing mm-hmm. as being, like, a fucking amazing for his yeah. eye yep. for detail Our and shit like nuance, that. Yep. But now for this one, it's like I I'm noticing things. But this Mr. one is Carpenter. This is a lighthearted comedy. Yeah, There's you're right. Nothing in this movie is serious. So. Mm-hmm. This is just a fun good time. It's a good time because fucking old ass Lopan is even cracking jokes and shit. You mean old pan? Old pan, yeah. I you know what? Did you like the character of Lopan, dude? Uh, not particularly. I mean, no? he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but I thought like when he was old and shit, and he would be joking and shit. <laughs> he was kind. Of, he reminded me of the fucking thing from Tales from the Crypt. Oh, the, the old yeah yeah you know I, I'm talking about yeah exactly yep yeah and then the laugh too and everything, dude. <laughs> yes, but yeah. And so now, dude. And then I don't understand this part. Like Lopan was talking to this ugly ass, like floating brain yeah, looking the eyes. thing it had, with like, the eyes and like shit. Twenty eyes on it, yeah. So yeah, so then what you had just said, bro, about like sacrificing Gracie. Mm-hmm. So he uses this thing to talk to them. Yeah, about that shit, right? So then, J- J- or is it Jack or Wayne shoots it? Jack, Jack, of course. Yeah, because he Jack. says you don't know if you if you don't try. Ah, oh, true that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is where uh, Action gives them a magic potion to drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which to me, I was like, when when they drink it, dude, and then they go into the elevator. Yeah. This, excuse me holy shit brother <laughs> this beer i am digging this beer though yeah yeah i do gotta say there's a cool shot of them in like in an elevator uh-huh. and this is when like they the potion is starting to kick in mm-hmm. and jack says i'm feeling invincible and mm-hmm. they're all smiling and shit like that <laughs> there's a cool shot i need to get it like somehow dude i'll yeah. probably post it on the story or something uh-huh. but it's like okay if this shit was that good why didn't you just use this from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good like, question. Do, do you really want them to be in danger the whole fucking time? I don't know. I or, guess do, or is this just for fucking final battles? Final battles. So. <laughs> but you never know what your final battle is going to be. Well, well he, I guess they, they never say how long the potion lasts. So let's put it that way. So maybe they're saving it for the end. I truly thought the potion was going to make them be like fucking bad. They actually seemed the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't understand what this potion was, man. It's all in your imagination, dude. You gotta okay, <laughs> okay. But it's cool though. Action is kind of smart though. It, he is a very smart man in this because what once the potion is kicking in, mm-hmm. they're all a little antsy. They just want to fuck shit up, right? Yeah. Especially Jack. Mm-hmm. He just wants his fucking truck back. He says he there's there's like a shot where like they're they're about to fuck up this marriage ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'm going to fuck him up right now is basically what he's saying. But no, Action says, no, you need to wait till the marriage is, or the... Till they're married. Till they're married, because mm-hmm. then he will turn mortal. Yep. And then he is just a human now. And then you can kill him. Yep. Right? So when the ceremony's over, fuck, dude, this is the thing that made me laugh, dude, that, that where he's, where Jack is kind of dumb, dude, mm-hmm. right? Is that, all right, ceremony's over. So he fucking goes now. And once they all start to brawl and shit... Jack fucking gets his gun and shoots up and hits bricks <laughs> and the bricks fucking hit him the fucking head. Yeah. And for a little bit of time knocks himself out. <laughs> That's a classic scene. <laughs> that shit made me laugh so fucking hard, dude. It was so good. And then, dude, during this, bro, there's a fucking sick fight between Rain and Wang and mm-hmm. Wang. Rain mm-hmm. and Wang. Try mm-hmm. to say that fucking fast, dude. Uh, clearly, like the fucking best fight between 
uh, any of the brawls, dude. Yeah. I, it was so fucking sick, dude. Uh, and then the oh my god, this fucking thing pissed me off too. The non-human creature that took Gracie earlier, yeah, fucking comes out mm-hmm. when Jack takes Gracie, mm-hmm. right? And it fucking comes out, dude, because I thought this thing was crazy. This shit looks scary. <laughs> Gracie kicks it in the ass one time, <laughs> and it goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> this was so fucking dumb, dude. I thought I thought it was gonna be crazier than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like one fucking kick and he and it's defeated. Yeah, dude. Give me a fucking break, dog. <laughs> All right, and then there's a fight between Jack and Wing versus Thunder. I thought it was pretty solid. Uh oh, one thing I forgot to mention, dude, is that um, like during the bra, mm-hmm. uh, during the fight between Wing and and Rain. Yeah. Uh, Rain ends up dying. Wing fucks him up. He kills him. He like sends him to fucking hell or whatever the fuck it looked like Raiden fucking yeah, yeah. taking off that was fucking cool man i was a little bummed out because rain was like my favorite of the three storms mm. right and then leads them to thunder against jack and wing and dude i did not fucking realize this bro is that when they're fighting right so lopan has a knife and then fucking throws it at jack mm-hmm. and let's remember jack has the potion and shit right yeah, yeah. he catches the blade and throws it back and kills Lopan. Uh-huh. And that's when he says, like, fucking, it's all in the reflexes, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Pretty sick right there. Yeah, that was a good one. But, but the thing was, like, to me, this thing was anticlimactic as fuck, dude. I go, this is how Lopan dies? I liked it. I thought that was pretty funny because it's the bu- this huge buildup, and then it's just like that. He's just gone. Mm-hmm. So because of this, Thunder fucking dies because he feels like he... He disappointed. He didn't do his job. He didn't uh-huh. protect Lopan yep. or did anything. So he, he basically self-destructs. Mm-hmm. And this is a meme, dude. Have you did you see that meme? It's a meme with Thunder where he's like blowing himself up. And yeah, shit. his face. I remember. Yeah. I had no idea it was this movie, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then this is what like kind of like had me. I'm just like, yo. So the three storms, the one that was in the decoration in the back, <laughs> lightning is <laughs> the last remaining member. <laughs> yeah, dude. It it survived fucking rain. <laughs> Lopan and Thunder. Mm-hmm. And then to make it even fucking stupider is that when when Lopan gets defeated and Thunder blows himself up, that leads Wang to take Miao Yin. And it also leads Gracie to go with Jack. And then everybody that was on the team, they all fucking they all escape, right? Yep. They find a hole through the fucking through the top area. Yep. Where the fuck it is, and they try to go through. Lightning being the fucking like stupid ass that he is, just like the non-existent of the three storms has a fucking clear shot of fucking Jack going through that hole at the top uh-huh. and decides to be a fucking stormtrooper and fucking misses him, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, dude. And you're the one that survived of yeah. all of them? Yep. Fuck, it made no fucking sense to me, dude. Yeah, but then he gets taken out by Egg. Yeah, dude, Action was cool. Again, dude, Action was badass, dude. Uh-huh. He was so helpful in this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. Yeah, the way he like he throws at him, huh? Like, and he fucking kills him and shit. Like, yeah, that. he drops like a, he like breaks off a huge statue and just drops it down, and that's mm-hmm. what takes him out. It's fucking see, that's that's cool. Uh-huh. See, that's a way to go out, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? Jack. Though, oh yeah, dude. And then when they fucking escape, Jack finally finds his fucking truck. Mm-hmm. It's so sick. Finally, it's like he cared more about the truck than he cared about Gracie. Yeah. At one point, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know. So then it's like it's Wang and it's everyone inside and then they escape. Jack has his truck. It's fucking cool. Lopan's dead. Wang is with Miao Yin. They're finally reunited. Everybody gets to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It was actually like, all right. You can even see that like Eddie and Margot like start like. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. They had like a little bit of flirting mm-hmm. going on earlier. Yeah. Uh, to me, a little anticlimactic for me. Yeah. At the very end. But yeah. when they all get their shit together, it's like, all right, cool. This is cool. I can get behind this, dude. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit like abrupt, too, because mm-hmm. like I said, they were all drinking high life, which I thought was a nice touch because it's like the end of the movie. Now they're living the high life. So yeah. they're drinking high life. Uh, and because it's Miller time, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but then Egg Shen, he just goes, oh, I'm leaving. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, I'm going to take a vacation, <laughs> which also brings me back to the beginning opening scene. That kind of doesn't make sense, because uh-huh. if he just he says he's leaving to go like travel somewhere mm-hmm. and then. The opening scene has him talking to the lawyer. So yeah. it kind of doesn't make sense. It doesn't, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So they're they're in the they're in the restaurant, right? They're Wings restaurant mm-hmm. to where Jack says, All right, now that everything's good, I'm leaving. Yeah, him too, yeah. 
Yeah, and then uh, Gracie says, oh, you know, it'd be great if I could join you, basically. Mm-hmm. And he fucking basically says no. Yeah. And then, <laughs> dude, he leaves, right? Yeah. And then he just fucking leaves. Margot goes, aren't you at least going to kiss her? He looks at her. He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes off. Yeah. He gets back up into the Pork Chop Express. Yeah. Who fucking knows who he's talking to in that fucking yeah, again, radio thing? Yep, exactly. Yep. He fucking leaves. And then the way the movie ends <laughs> is that that fucking creature that got defeated <laughs> by one kick by Gracie is yeah. in the back of the truck with him unaware of it. <laughs> yeah. And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. I gave it a bunch of flaws, brother. Yeah. We pointed out a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I dig this fucking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of John Carpenter. Kurt Russell's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, the image of Kurt Russell in the the white tank top mm-hmm. with the jeans, the Made fucking it. boots, and yeah, that, that fucking that gun. gun. Yeah, it's just to me, just so fucking sick. Like that's one of the few images I see of Kurt Russell in his career mm-hmm. that come to mind. Yeah, right away. Um, yeah, man. Like that's big trouble, little China. Do you have some not your overall thoughts, bud? But like, what do you got to say about this? Really quick. Yeah, I think this is a good movie, man. Uh, I enjoyed it the whole way through. There's not a whole lot of. I'm not as nitpicky as you just because yeah. I don't pay attention that much. I'll admit it. But it's a good time, man. That's it is. pretty much all I can say. All right, brother. Sounds good. All right. So now let's get into the segment of uh, some notable work from some of these actors and actresses. We, I'm going to bring up John Carpenter. This is the third time. No, second time. Uh-huh. Right? We've done a John Carpenter film. We we named a grip of films. Yep. Excuse me. Holy shit, bro. I'm still, this Singtel is <laughs> still making me burp, bro. Yeah. All right. So we did name a few of his films. And there might be one that we'll do for season five. So I think there's a certain one, right, brother? Oh, that yeah. We won't bring up. Yeah. Right? So let's be a little sparse with John Carpenter. Mm. But one movie I want to bring up, I don't know if you, uh, let me know if you watched it, bro. Did you ever watch The Fog? Fog. Yeah. No, I've seen The Mist, but The yeah. Fog doesn't sound familiar. It's uh, it's like a movie with like, there's like ghosts on a shipwreck. I mm. think they're like off of like, San Francisco or like Oregon or something like that. Mm. And pretty much like what I, at least from what I remember, like the, the ghost of the shipwreck, they, they make a fog and they fucking did, they go after this fucking city that they're at and shit. Like that. Does that sound familiar? No, not really. Okay. Like that's a movie I, I, I saw a long fucking time ago, but mm. I, I, I thought I'd bring that one up okay. in case that you did. Do you have a John Carpenter film? No, you bring up? I think I still have that. Off the mm-hmm. top of my head is the vampires with uh, mm. Daniel Baldwin, I think, is in it, and uh, James Woods. That one is not a very good movie, but it's <laughs> like nostalgia. I like that movie. Cool, cool, cool. We'll get into Kurt Russell now. Uh, this is the third time Kurt Russell has been mm-hmm. in our uh, podcast universe. So, yeah. yeah, go back and check out the episodes for Vanilla Sky and The Thing. If you have not checked it out, we'd appreciate that. So we did name a grip of movies that he was in. But one of them is that we did not mention is Miracle. Have you ever seen Miracle, bro? No, what's that one about? No, that's uh, the the hockey team, the USA hockey team that beat Russia. Oh, you know, I think I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Yeah, he played the coach. Okay. He's very good. You know, Kurt Russell, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking good, man. And then there's one movie I've seen as a kid. Uh, even my mom liked it. I didn't like the movie, but I remember watching it. Uh, did you ever watch Overboard? <laughs> dude, that's my mom's favorite movie, man. Is it, dude? I think I gave a shout out the last time we did uh, Kurt Russell for Overboard. That's my mom's favorite movie. Oh, it's shit. It's Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell. That's actually a pretty good movie. I like it. I remember not liking it, <laughs> but I have seen it. Yeah. Do you have another Kurt Russell film you want to bring up by them? Uh, nothing to jump out of mind. I know uh, I have a bunch in the back. Yeah, there's of a grip movie, of them, bro. Yeah. 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 All right. Too, too many beers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we'll get in and get to the last person, uh, James Hong, mm-hmm. right? Who played Lopin. I've seen him in only one other movie, bro. It's one of my favorite comedies. That is Wayne's World 2. <laughs> Wayne's World 2. Not the first one. Uh-huh. 2. All right? He plays Cassandra's uh, uh, father. Okay. Yeah. He's not in it very much, but he is in it. By the way, bro, my name, the name of uh, my car is Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like yeah, that. Did, you, did I ever tell you that, dude? No, no. Yeah, that's her name. Because mm-hmm. I, I love the movie Wayne's World. Uh-huh. And so I needed a name for my car when I got it. Yeah. So, yeah, Cassandra. (laughs) Should have named her Marissa, though. (laughs) But all right, brother. Uh, Let's get into our overall thoughts. What do you say? Let's do it, man. One more swig for the the good men right here. Cheers. All right? Cheers, brother. All right. Who would like to go first? What do you say, brother? I'll have you go first. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Overall, brother, 
Big fan of John Carpenter. Big fan of Kurt Russell. Uh, I know for like the 1980s and everything like that, we gotta like look at it for its time. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought the like the the graphics and shit like that with like uh, you know the sorcery yeah, looked like, fairly well. Yeah, I thought yeah. there was I had no problems with any of that. It's very solid. Uh, I I did point out some flaws in it that just blew my mind. That uh, respected uh, director that John Carpenter mm-hmm. would do. That I'm just like, come on. It's like, I, I kind of second-guessed a few things. Yeah. Uh, but you know how I am. I fucking question everything in a yeah. film. I, I nitpicked the shit out of it. Uh, the acting was fine, man. I, they all did their job mm-hmm. wonderfully. Uh, big fan of everybody. I think Wang was a very good character, man. Yeah. Like the, the guy that played him did a fantastic job. Yep. Uh, yeah, but on the rewatch, bro, I think over time, I felt like it lost some of its magic. Mm-hmm. That I remember watching it as a kid. And then like 10 years ago, and then now, uh, the way I look into films, it, uh, it kind of lost a little bit for me. But uh, I still do like it, though. going to give it six and a half stars out of 10. Nice. I, I still think this is one of my favorite John Carpenter films. I think there's like four or five I think I would put in front of them. Uh-huh. But I think Big Trouble in Little China is still my top five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, I feel the same way. I watched it. The other day, and I feel like some of the magic was lost as well, but I did enjoy it. I love Kurt Russell's character. He's hilarious. Um, the acting, like you said, was perfectly fine for the what the movie was. It had a lot of uh, magical elements to it. It's very fantasy-oriented. Uh, I didn't have any problem with the cinematography. The special effects, like you said, it was the 80s. They had a lot of practical effects, and there was some like CGI stuff. Um, I don't know if it was... There was some, you know, fancy effects for the time. Overall, though, um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good movie. It's a fun time, so I'm not going to be too harsh on it. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, sounds good, bro. Mm-hmm. That is a very fair one. I knew you'd, you'd uh, give it a little higher than me. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, the 80s movies, like, some of the cheesy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you favor some of that a lot, huh? Yeah, yeah, I love that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I knew you would, man. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. All right, man. And we're going to end it right there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks to all of you who take the time, takes the time out of your busy day to check out this podcast. Please continue to support us. Uh, we're having so much fun. Fuck, we're, we're nearing the midway point of season four already. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Please join us next week. We're, uh, we're still in some, some fairly lightened films as late before we start getting into like some of the more serious stuff once again. Uh, please join us. It'll be a film that is a foreign film. All right. So be on the lookout for that. Please remember to be kind to one another. Uh, much love to all of you. Peace. Mwah. See you later. Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review a highly underrated film out of Turkey. And that movie is Miracle in Cell Number 7, a film directed by Mehmet Ada Ozetke. Please go out of your way to watch this film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all. Bottoms up.